and welcome to Let's Dive In. It's our little podcast where we have a go at answering questions all about life, the universe and everything in it. I'm Phil. And I'm Julie. So let's dive in. Hey, Phil. Hey, Julie. I'm going to dive straight in here. Oh, well, I really whoa, have whoa, to. Whoa, slow down. Well, that was pretty quick. Why? I know, I know, but this is just too good. So we had a question come in from a couple of people, including Luke from Clongriffin and from my own daughter, Nova, as well. And I really want to share it because I think I I laughed out loud. Hi, I'm Nova and I'm five and a half years old. And I've got a question. And this question is, you know the air in your bottom, how does it get in there? In the first place. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's unbelievable. I know, I know. It's like it's a brilliant question, but it's it's really just a convoluted way of asking what is a fart. <laughs> I know, I know. Brilliant. I very much enjoyed that and it, I laughed when she told me. I know, it's a great question. And and we have someone great to answer it as well, don't we? We do, we do. I've spoken to her a few years ago for another project and I really thought she'd be brilliant to answer this question as well. Another fair project. Okay, well, she's she's an experienced farteteer. Here we go. Who is she? <laughs> the farteteer. Brilliant. <laughs> My name is Mary Roach. I'm uh, the author of several non-fiction books, including Gulp, Adventures on the Alimentary Canal, and that's the book from which most of this information that you'll be hearing uh, is from. Gulp and the Adventures of the Alimentary Canal. I, I feel like I should have, like, I'm going on an adventure and I should have an explorer hat on here. Well, I think if we're heading down the Alimentary Canal, you probably also need a torch and potentially some safety goggles. Oh, yeah, like full hazmat. Potentially got to be a lot of poop around here. Yeah, gross. But, but, but before we dive in t- to the poop. Nice. Just a quick reminder for you listeners out there to stay tuned until the end of the show. We've we've got another amazing fun fart fact fart fact fun fact segment. Oh, it's with our intern Ashling. It's going to be about farts and it's going to be great. So you just stay there. Fun fab fact fart fart. Uh, Just be with us. Listen, you'll find out at the end. It'll be great. So are we ready to answer this question about farts and poop? Right, let's dive in. Yeah, dive into farts? Yep. So, dear listeners, our story starts on your plate. Imagine you are dinner. You are some steak, some broccoli. You've been carved into bite-sized pieces by a sharp knife. And you've been poked hard by a fork. You are lifted up, headed towards a cave. A dark, moist cave a.k.a. the mouth. This is the start of the Alimentary Canal, where you are about to undergo a dramatic transformation. You get chewed up, and then, because you, know, you need to be uh, in a swallowable form, so your teeth mush everything up, and then your tongue forms kind of a hot dog shape that will slide down your throat, and you need the saliva to stick everything back together in that hot doggy shape. Now this hot doggy shape then slides down the esophagus which sounds like osausages but it's osophagus the tube that runs from your mouth to your stomach and here listeners more transformation awaits so now you're in the stomach 
when the stomach is basically a giant pit of acid, which sounds kind of dreadful, but uh, very helpful for you. So you, the meat and the broccoli, are getting bathed in acid to kill the germs and also to break yourself further down into smaller bits and more of a liquidy puddle, a liquidy stuff. This liquidy stuff is called chyme, or chyme, 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 not sure. And that puddle gets spurted out of the stomach and into the intestines, which is a long tube that's um, leading down to your butt. So the long, long, long tube, basically the liquid is just kind of gurgling along in your body, is absorbing the stuff that it needs. And the stuff at the very end of the tube, that stuff is where the farts come from because you have a bunch of nice bacteria, helpful bacteria in your intestines. There are millions of these bacteria in your intestines and they do a fantastical job of breaking down your food into tiny, 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 tiny pieces that the human body can absorb and use. And these bacteria do this by eating that food themselves, which produces gas. So basically your farts are the farts of the bacteria, trillions of bacteria in your guts, in your intestines. And they're in there eating up these little bits to break them down into the little tinier bits that you absorb and use to move and be alive. Um, they are in the process farting out gas. So that gas way, 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 way down in the bottom of your intestines, near your butt. That is what farts come from. You should have seen our faces when Mary told us that the farts that we make are actually the farts of the bacteria. We were, we were, I mean, minds were blown. It was a mixture of awe, wonder and disgust. Although it did make me think that if it's the bacteria farting, then it's never really me who's made that smell. But, Phil, they are your bacteria. Anyway, there were so many follow-up questions for Mary. So join us as we dive in a little deeper. Do we have to? I'm afraid we do do. Like some farts obviously smell very different. Is it only based on the different types of food or is it also the different types of bacteria that you might have as opposed to someone else? Uh, you're right. It's both. It's both. So oh, okay. um, certain foods are, m produce much stinkier gas than others. And also depending on, yeah, which bacteria you have in your gut. And everybody has completely different mix. It's like a city with different types of people in it. It's kind of like your your own biological fingerprint the, the the mix of bacteria in your gut so yes you're right it's both can you, i know you said finger but can you buy be ident is that like an identifier of like who you are as well like obviously i mean like at a crime scene no one's gonna poop and leave a poop like, oh, it was them <laughs> they did it <laughs> i think it's I, I think that's a great idea i think the forensics community needs to get uh, I, on i think this. i need to i need to leave and, and start a new business julie would you back me financially in this endeavor <laughs> I think that'd be brilliant. Um, one of my questions is though, so all these little bacteria, they're, they're farting inside you and that 
those, you know, the, all the gas builds up from all these trillions and trillions of bacteria. But what happens if it doesn't come out? Well, well you know, there's all this air yeah. is building up inside you. Like, A, yeah. how does it come out? And what happens if it doesn't come out? Yeah, see, now you're touching on something I say, I, I tell people that farts are actually incredibly important. They're like lifesavers because if you didn't fart, if you didn't let them out, if you didn't let that gas out, it would continue to build up until your intestines would burst. Yeah. And then then all the nasty stuff in your intestines would no longer be in there and it would be out in your body and you'd be uh, in, in, in big trouble. So in fact, the fart is a, a very, very important and, and it should be respected. The fart is a life-saving mechanism. <laughs> I like this. The fart should be respected. Uh, that old adage of better out than in and like, I mean, that that my uncle in particular uses quite a lot. I think I think the fart should be respected will be the title of this episode. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I do. I think I think I should have that on a plaque somewhere. Um, it would be great. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Okay, so we've talked about why they smell different. Um, But why do they, I mean, it's very typical, you know, with my kids, I notice it now, like and anybody farts at the table, everyone's like, ew, it stinks. They hold their nose and, you know, they complain. So why do they smell so bad? I mean, why don't they smell like... Roses. The broccoli that I eat or the piece of steak that I eat? Because the, what the bacteria are, they're basically transforming them into something else that stinks. So they start out as broccoli and then they're being broken down into these different components. The thing that, that really stinks is something called hydrogen sulfide. And that is the human nose can detect that at very, very, very tiny amounts. And and that's good because it, it, it's a deadly, if you get too much of it to, in a too concentrated form, it can kill you. So it's very, very uh, healthy to, to, <laughs> to hate the smell of farts. Um, some things produce more hydrogen sulfide than others. Meats um meats are usually stinky farts um broccoli so so this <laughs> meal the, the broccoli food. and the meat I love that's broccoli. gonna be a stinker well, at least we can tell yeah. always when you've had that's it it's gonna though. be like stay away more for see this and uh, this is kind of like it's always but forensics is always like looking at something and commas working backwards yeah to more the process forensics in the same way with <laughs> Oh my goodness, what an amazing game this would be to play at home. Literally, so you blindfold, blindfold your children or your family members and put some food in front of them that is safe to eat. And then they have to eat it. And then Uh at the end, when they fart it all out, you have to guess what it was by the smell. No, Julie. This is Why? horrific. Why? I think no, it's brilliant. No, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, really, I really like it. It could be like pin the tail on the donkey where everybody's blindfolded and you have to match up the smell to what the but, person but this ate. is the thing. Like that's often what we're trying to do. The old whoever smelt it, dealt it, you know, and things like this. And especially if there's been a, something that's a, 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 what I've heard, like a silent but deadly. Is silent but deadly a thing? And can I die from it? Here's how this was explained to me. Okay. Um, it depends on how you push it out. <laughs> So if, if you've got, you know, okay. if you're by yourself and there's no one around and you can just, just go like, yes. the classic yes. loud kind of anus fluttering fart, that is, it's, it, it, you're, you're pushing it out and, and you're dispersing the molecules far and wide. Hmm. So the smell is less intense. And whereas if you're trying to let it go in a little, just a little, you know, not with, so nobody can hear it. The smell, the little cloud of stink stays all together 
uh, and it's going to kind of waft up and hit somebody's nose, and that's going to be the sign. That's the SBD. That's your SBD, SBD. Silent but deadly fart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's, so I'm better off, just going for it, and being. Well, you can be embarrassed I by be. the sound or the smell. It's your choice. However you want to do it. That conversation with Mary was about a month ago. So, Phil, I'm wondering, did you change your ways from the silent but deadly to just going for it? Thanks, Phil. Thanks for that. Ah, man. I feel better. Are you done now? Are you done? I feel better and... You're welcome. Right. Back to our chat with Mary then. I don't know if you remember this, Phil, but after this bit of the conversation, we did ask her if she had any other special names for farts or if there were any other than the the SBD, the silent but deadly. She said that there were, but that she didn't remember them. They're in a medical textbook. Yes, she was right. I found them. You didn't. I did. How do you, I know you're obsessed with research, but how did you find this? Where is it? Let, what are they? Let's hear it. Okay, so this list of categories, if you will, was first printed in the 14th edition of the Merck Manual, which is a, a big medical textbook that I guess trainee doctors and, and fully trained doctors use. Um, and in this book, there was an essay on flatulence. A whole essay, like on the categories or categories of what? Oh. Nice. Okay. Um, it's called an essay, but actually it's more of a side note, I think. Anyway, in this essay, there was a list of these categories of flatulence. So there are four types and I think we should read them out together. So I've sent you a copy. So I'll do one and you do another. Yeah, you start. I don't want to start okay. this one. <laughs> All right. So fart type number one, the slider. Oh, I already or, don't like this. Yeah. The crowded elevator type, which is released slowly and noiselessly, sometimes with devastating effect. So I think this was the silent but deadly that Mary was referring to. Oh, it's like I can even have like it sounds it's it sounds and thick and I can almost taste the fart as if I was stuck in an elevator. Oh, it just sounds pungent. It does. Disgusting. It does. And it's kind of funny that they call it an elevator type because if you know, you know, you you, you always get passed out by the smell and you sort of fall down and you're going down in an elevator. Oh, yeah. 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 I get this. Anyway. Uh, like they're, they're quite poetic, these names. Although this one is quite literal, which is called the open sphincter or poo type. Uh, poo? P-O-O-H, like, the like poo? Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, not, probably not named for their farting um extravaganzas that happened in the book but yes it's said to be of a higher temperature and more oh no I thought that said romantic sorry more aromatic so more smelly definitely not romantic I wouldn't imagine it's very romantic (laughs) violets are red no roses are blue Um, I ate some broccoli and this smells for you (laughs) that was beautiful Phil thank you very poetic yeah but not. All right. The next one is more uh, named after a sort of opera style musical. Musical. Oh. It's a little musical. It's called the staccato or drumbeat type. Is that an Italian fart? Yes. Well, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, it says that this one is pleasantly passed in privacy. Oh. So do you reckon that's one that just goes like? It's like a machine gun. Yeah. 
Have you ever done one of those? Uh, it says in privacy, Julie, so you'll <laughs> never know. I'll never know. You're right. But the the last one of these four is called the bark type, uh, which is described in a personal communication. It's characterized by a sharp exclamatory eruption, so a big uh, uh, that effects effectively interrupts and often ends conversations. Aromaticity is not a prominent feature, so that means like it's much bark. Maybe like its bark is worse than its bite, so it sounds worse than it is. Yes, yes, I reckon. So like in a a conversation, there'll be a real and people are like, oh, I'm leaving. But actually, the smell isn't that bad. And I think also that the fact that someone's done it in public will also make people go, what? Like their whole conversation would end and everyone would look for where the sound came from. Yes. And then they'd see you. Okay, I, I, I like this list. I do actually want to add to the list, though, because I do feel like there's more than just those four. Do you have more? Do you have more fart categories, Phil? That doesn't surprise me if you do. But like there's different ones that I've experienced, but I also feel like there's more like on the poop side of things. Like, I mean, particularly because I always go like I was going to say hand in hand, but butt in butt. I, I don't know, but it's <laughs> oh, kind of like, it's, it's kind of like because in primary school, like there was different types of poop that you'd have. Like there was one that was like a, an atomic plop. You'd be like, Argh! and then there'd just be a tiny little bloop. And then the, spl- the splash was ginormous. You soaked. <laughs> you painted such a vivid picture. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, sorry. I hope you I, enjoyed that. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah, maybe that was a little much. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, okay, let's open it to the listeners. Let's see what they've got. So if you're listening, do send us in your fart decla- your fart classification names, uh, any charts or tables that you might have. Oh, well, and if you want to get really serious about this, draw some pictures so you can help identify them. You'll, you're probably going to need some brown paint. Oh, God, what colour are your farts? But then, oh, farts. Oh, I thought I was talking about poop. Never mind. Move it on. <laughs> have we got another story for Mary? <laughs> Please do. save me, Julie. We do. We have one, one more story for Mary. But just a quick reminder again, before we head off into that last wonderful bit, um, that we have got our amazing fun fact segment at the end of this. So hang around and don't run away. You know, this makes me think you were talking about medical journals and the and the charts. It means there must be a lot of research being done on poo and farts. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What sort of research do people do? Oh, it's really interesting that um, in the beginning, um, people tried to, researchers tried to collect the gas. They wanted to study farts, which are gas. And they thought, well, how can we collect this? And the first person... Uh, that I looked at, whose papers I looked at, um, and his name, okay, his name was Colin Leakey. Seriously. <laughs> oh, no. There's no, no, no way no, that that is true. Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously, it's in my book. You can look at, you can go on PubMed and you can look Colin him up. Leakey. Colin Leakey. Oh C-O-L-I-N. I don't believe ca- it. Yeah. Anyway, so Mr. Dr. Leakey, <laughs> um, so he, he did what you would think. He put tubes up people's butts with a bag at the end and they had to walk around in their hospital gowns and they had a bag hanging so the, and the gas would go up in the bag and that's how he collected it. And people are like, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not finishing the study. I'm not doing this. I, I understand. Their <laughs> go place. away, Dr. Yeah. Leakey. <laughs> well, Mary, thank you so much for enlightening us with all these <laughs> wonderful stories. It must have been a fantastic time for you to, to research that book, Gulp. I mean, it, uh, the experiences that you've had. It was pretty darn it sounds fun. amazing. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak thank to you. you. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. It's been really fun. Fun fact! But, but did you, how did you, did the intern get her own jingle? Well, she's been here a week. How did she get her own jingle? Well, I've got one for my things. For the stuff on Insta? Why, I do things. Why haven't I got a jingle? Don't worry, Phil. Don't worry about it. We'll sort it out at the end of the episode. Don't worry about you it. promise? Guys, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, oh she's here. Hey, oh, Ashley. Hey. hey, sorry. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I... I've just been swamped with ideas for my fart fact, and we're already way behind time. Really? Okay, well, really? Like, how why, How are you so behind time? How can I choose only one? Ch- choose only one favourite fart fact? Like, how many fart facts do you have? Tons! I mean, there's special trousers made to capture farts called flattest trapping mylar pantaloons. <laughs> what? And, and then there's these epic political poems about breaking wind. It's about fair, all that hot air, yeah. But animal farts fantastic things. Are you ready to be blown away? Oh boy. Okay, go on then. Great, great, great. Okay, I'm going to play you both a sound clip and you have to guess what kind of animal dealt it. Ready? Steady. Okay, here's the first one. That that does not sound like a fart. No, it's tappy, although it does sound vaguely underwatery, though. Yeah, this sound infamously misled the Swedish Navy to think that Soviet submarines were sneaking around, but it was actually herring farts. Oh, you mean those smelly fish that you get in tin sometimes? Yeah, a big school of herring will swim up to the ocean surface and gulp in air. Not for breathing, mind you, but for floating at different depths. Then, at night, they expel this air out the other end. Why only at night? Well, we think that their fishy predators can't hear it, so that the herring are maybe using their farts to communicate with one another. (laughs) So what, like a secret fart Morse code? (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, okay, here's the best bit though. There's an official name for herring farts. Fast, repetitive ticks. No. Yes, no, yes. FRT's Furts. Scientists were the funniest people. Yeah, it's not your jokes. She has a point. Uh, my jokes are amazing. Thank you very much. Okay, next up, next hey. up. Here is a fart heard in the deserts of North America. That is 100% a duck fart. Nailed it. Definitely a duck. Nah, duck fart, nah. Yeah. Goose. No, no, no. Birds don't need to fart. Whoa. 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 No time, no time. What's Moving that? on. It is a Sonoran coral snake warning you to back off. The snake gets nervous. It sticks out its tail and sucks in air through its cloaca. It's what? Sorry? What? And then pop. It forces the air back out again. Wait, wait. So coral snakes use farts for defense? Oh, yeah. I know about that. My kids do that to each other. It's disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, so the next one we have... Whoa, 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 Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. How many more of these have you got? Oh, uh, about 16 and a half. I think, I think we might have to save the rest for another day. You sound like you need a break, love. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that would actually be nice. And in fact, it's... Oh, it, it's perfect. It, it gives me time to dive deeper into the unknowns of animal flatulence. And... I mean, she's actually stone mad, She's obsessed. She's very enthusiastic, though. Ah, there's just so much yet to discover. I gotta go. Okay, thanks for playing. See you next week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Whoa, whoa. Wow. Okay. She is just having so much fun with this segment. Yeah, yeah. You know the way Mary said that some farts are silent but deadly. Yeah. 
Well, it's like Ashling is the opposite. She's like loud and friendly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, well, listeners, if you've enjoyed this game and this topic is fun for you too, then we'd love to hear more about it. Send us your theories about the different fart sounds that animals make. Maybe you could have a go at guessing what sound a T-Rex fart is. Oh, that would be like a... <laughs> I would imagine, uh, probably. No? I don't, like, you know, that, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay. What other animal? What about like a T-Rex? What about a rabbit? What do rabbits sound like? Oh, I imagine because their poos are small and pellet-like, I imagine more like a... It's like a machine gun. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, I'm going to give you one to do then. Camel, go. A camel? Yeah. Oh, it's got a hump. It's got lots of... Oh, it's probably a wet one. So it'd be like a... That's gross. That's so gross. Oh, I just kind of spit myself. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, I'm wet. Thank you all so much for making it to the end of our Let's Dive In show. We love making these shows for you. But of course, there's more to it than just having some fun. This show wouldn't be possible without Science Foundation Ireland. Our coordinators, Lorna, Sharon and Avian at UCD Explore. And of course, the one who oversees it all, Nikki Coughlin. And the one who oversees Nikki and everything else, Suzanne Kelly. Finally, a big huge and giant thank you goes to you our listeners for listening and also for sending in your questions without you we wouldn't have a show so please like share subscribe and give us a review if you've enjoyed it and if you feel so inclined i mean we're very much obliged so thank you and and bye. bye